Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Motherfucking Podcast. And as you can see from the title, we got an impromptu today. Um, this is something that has been on my mind. If you follow me on social media, then you've been seeing a lot of posts about me talking about imagination. And this has really been heavy on me. I was trying to hold off on this episode as much as possible to wait for at least season nine, but um, I can't. I got to get the shit out now. Because now it's overwhelming me and it's getting too much on me. So I got to give it to y'all. So with in light of everything that's going on um, from fucking everything, mainly the yay and Kyrie shit and all of this, it ties into imagination like a motherfucker. And I'm going to break down, you know, what imagination is um, and where it comes from. Like I was doing a webinar in Mastering the Market, well, Ewe. And well, not at webinar because we was doing a book club. But anyway, we was in Ewe or whatever. We was talking about opportunities and it just came up about imagination. Like it has been on me. So our imagination as people is completely gone and tarnished. Like we 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 don't have imaginations anymore. And I think they kill our imaginations purposely because of what the imagination does. But the imagination isn't just the imagination is how we get programmed. You feel me? The imagination is how we get programmed in this world. And based off of what we see and what we hear, our imagination is programmed. When we consider our crown, or not our crown, I'm not even going to go to the crown. When we consider our throat and our brow chakras, our fifth and sixth chakras, our chakras of communication and our chakras of sight, imagination is heavily tied to those two, specifically the one on sight. Like, and this ties into the reality of where they say what you, what you see, like seeing is believing. That's a facade. That's a that's a facade. Um, I think I want to tweak that expression a little bit more. Like seeing is not believing, but what you see the most, you will begin to believe. What you see in abundance, you will begin to believe the more that you see it. Which means what? Imagination is predicated upon repetition for the most part. But when we actually break down what imagination is, imagination is... Our ability is basically our nation of images. The nation is your birth of origin. It is, you know, the home. It is where you come from. You know what I'm saying? But then your images are the reflections that you see in the world, particularly the reflections of yourself, you know, because you can't see anything until you, unless you can recognize it. And you recognize it based off of how it appeals to you and how it reflects to you, whether it's for or against you, whether it attracts or repels you in some way it relates to you. So our imagination is the things that we you know reflect on the most and what things are programmed within our minds to reflect so when we when we consider our imagination a lot of us you know we've been programmed like your imagination is you know barney bags and sesame street and shit it's all cartoonish like shit like but i think we need to as adults start to re revisit our imagination and take away the childish side of it the childish expression of what our imagination is and really see it for what it is as our nation of images the nation of images that are deep within our mind that are within our mind that we repetitively see that enforces our belief which in turn does what if we understand the four phases of the mind believing knowledge wisdom and understanding your images are going to be reaffirmed what for it's going to reaffirm what it's going to re reaffirm your belief in something Here's where the powerful piece comes in because when you what you see, what you hear, and what you read, 
or reading is what you see. So this is where literacy comes in. Literacy is the ability to read and write for the most part, but your imagination has a lot to do with, you know, for one, your creativity, but largely your expression of the world. You feel me? How are you going to be creative and, you know, get back into the world? So when we consider what the school system does, when we consider what the religious system does, when we say all these things, they naturally design us to shut ourselves down. Our creativity is killed, as we know from the four phases of the mind. Creativity sits within the area, the space between your experience and your understanding. You feel me? Applied experience is creativity. It's simple. You feel what I'm saying? But our imagination, like, what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to have a vivid imagination because we know vivid comes you know vivid it in a sense is rooted in the word life life <laughs> fuck y'all bro that was country shit <laughs> it's rooted in the word life or living right so it's vivacious vibrant you know what i'm saying um vitality you know what i'm saying to live so you feel me to have a vivid imagination means that you have a nation of images that are alive, which means that you can bring them to reality. And before I dive heavy into that shit, though, be sure to check. Be sure to follow me on Instagram underscore just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website iamjustseen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip donate and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip donate and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And as always, that's that's for that's that for this, and that's this for that. So we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna dive into impromptu pop-ups. I don't even know what number I'm on, but y'all know it's the number. So impromptu pop-ups, whatever. It's either gonna be imagination or nation of images. Um, I like that one better. Impromptu pop-up, whatever number I'm on, the nation of images. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a SoForel series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Y'all, I got a flow. I just got to let this out because... This is like, it's overwhelming me now. Just the content that's sitting in my head and the shit that I have to get out. Um, and I don't want to hold it anymore. It's fucking up my sleep patterns, all this shit. Like, I got to get it out. So I'm going to get it out. So starting off, like I said, the nation of images, like the origins of within your mind, the nations of images. It's like even semantics aside, we can play with the words and shit. Within the nation of images, you have states of mind. You feel what I'm saying? And we know states are just smaller spaces within the nation that border off on certain things. So each state of mind is tied to an image within our nation. 
<laughs> you feel me? I know I'm coming on real woke and shit, but fuck with me. By the end of this shit, you'll see what I'm, where I'm going with this, right? And the reason why I'm saying, like, because a lot of people have been asking me, like, to talk more about it or, you know, what are your thoughts on the Kyrie and Kanye situation? And you feel me? How do you feel like this? And I'm what I'm about to break down is, like, I need y'all to understand how this ties into the imagination. I need you to understand a certain... It's going to be so many different layers to this shit, right? When we look at what is programmed, what the imagination of black people is, is that we are something that we're not as a collective, right? We want to be the Jews because our imagination has shown us that see the thing about the imagination it creates and dictates your reality largely because like i said seeing is believing if you have enough and it's not people think it's just seeing with your naked eyes no that's not what makes seeing believing it is when you have you you can seeing is believing when you can see it in your mind's eye it's in your mind's eye the more rep more repetitive it is that it is embedded within your mind first right so images don't necessarily need to be pictures right images are reflections of self the more reflections of self you have with a particular event or a particular circumstance is how you begin to see yourself it's how your imagination then creates your reality you dig what i'm saying the reason why i'm saying this and speaking on this is because with the Kyrie situation and the kanye situation is like everybody keeps like yo what are they saying that is making them anti-semitic or semitic whatever they're like, yo, what is it that they're saying that's making them anti-Semitic? All Kyrie did was show a link. All Kanye said was, we the real Jews. Well, this is because you need to understand Jews. You need to understand what a Jew is, right, in their imagination. Their nation of images is different from our nations of images. So when we're expressing the same situation, it's going to come up differently. You dig what I'm saying? So when you hear a Jewish person say, oh, <laughs> if you're not a Jew, if you're not... So when you hear a Jewish person say that Gentiles and non-Jews are animals in human form that we're supposed to enslave, right? Then when you're a black person saying that you were the real Jews and you're saying that we're real Jews because the prophecy says we're supposed to be shipped off into slavery by boats and everything, and that actually happened to us. That is in your imagination. That is in their imagination. And both people are right, but both people are being wrong simultaneously, but not in the sense of wrong that this is incorrect information, but in the sense of wrong that you're speaking from two different imaginations. You feel what I'm saying? As black people, our atrocities have been so bad in this world that we have to find a way to, to rationalize the pain and the trauma that we continually go through. You feel me? The only place that black people can exist if they're going to continue to follow the religion is in the Bible or whatever. But the only way that they can really make sense of what the fuck happened to them is the fact that God told them to do it. God told them that this was going to happen to them, like they were supposed to go through this shit. You're not. You weren't. You feel me? Something that I'm learning about karma. Karma is not a tit for tat thing. Karma is a reality created based off your imagination. I'm going to say that again. Karma is the reality that you create with your imagination. Now I get it. Motherfuckers is like, we got to first, before I say that motherfuckers is like shit, we got to look at it like this. Remember, I'm not speaking on imagination as if you're children. 
speaking on imagination, as if you're grown-ass adults who has nations of images within your mind. In order for us to sit comfortably with the fact that we were enslaved, in order to make us stay enslaved, they had to create the imagination. They had to create within the imagination that this is supposed to be happening to you. We have internalized that then eventually taught that same imagination to our children for generations on generations on generations on generations to the point where it's automatic. We think that's the only way to go. So in order to find peace, to find some kind of sanctity or sanity, we have to look at reality like this and say, you know what? This is happening to us because it's supposed to. This is why black people are so caught up in we're in the last days of the last days. Your imagination tells you you're in the last days of the last days. So let me break down how this imagination shit really works, right? It's not just your imagery. It's what you hear on a regular basis. You feel me? This is why when I talk about the chakras, when especially the throat chakra, it is blocked by lies. And this is the reason right here why I tell you that it's blocked by lies you hear and lies you tell whether you know it's a lie or not. Your, your human psyche, I ain't even gonna say your, yeah, your human psyche can't, detemper, can't determine, differenti can't differentiate between a lie and the truth. Experience has to expose a lie. When you first internalize information, it's just that information. It's not a lie, it's not the truth, it's information that you receive. It becomes the truth for you the more it's implanted within your imagination. When we consider the school system, since we were five years old, well, since we started history, I said I was about third grade, second, third grade. We've known that we were slaves. We are, our imagination is rooted in the fact that we started our history of slavery. Who the fuck does that? Whose history really starts at slavery? nobody's but anyway we believe that ours does so when you look at when you have people that are like like for example an imagination piece that is created something that's created within a black culture this is something that's cultural now because it's in so many imaginations is ados a descendant of, of a, a descendant of slavery or a descendant of a slave or some shit like that nigga that's what you want to be a descendant of a slave my nigga and not just any kind of slave, the worst kind of slavery that has ever hit this world, is, which was chattel slavery in which we were demonized and treated like animals. It's the reason why I'm saying that, because it's going to go back into something that I'm saying. You feel me? They've been erasing and whitewashing a whole bunch of shit, but they've been making sure that you don't understand the truth. And this is the reality of what the truth is. This is why you always hear me say truth is relative to the experiencer. Truth ain't true. Nigga, it's relative the fuck and it's relative based off of how many images and the image the amount of images and the quality of images that are stored within the nation of your mind where your imagination sits the amount of time something has been repetitively brought into your space this is why a lot of motherfuckers lose their shit when they get that one little glimpse of information that completely shatters their reality and sometimes the image that shatters your reality can be so subtle to make you see an image a whole different way which affects the other images within the nation of your mind I'm going to keep saying nation of your mind so I don't say imagination, but it's the reason why I'm saying it that way. As I already defined etymologically, nation is the origin. Image is the reflection. 
So it's the origin of your reflections. Day to day, you experience and you reflect on things. The things that you that that you embrace, that you are that are a reflection of you. You internalize them and you store them. They become pieces of your imagination. I mentioned Bobby's world, like the kid had a vivid imagination, where you can tell him something and he has to go through the database of images and he creates a, a fanatical reality. We do the same shit, even as adults. Yeah, following the religion makes us have vivid imaginations in a sane world that shit doesn't make sense but to make it make sense and to say okay the only way that this works for us is if we acknowledge that we were slaves if we acknowledge that all of these things are supposed to happen <clears throat> here's why this is a problem this is why the anti-semitic shit <laughs> the real reason why the anti-semitic shit is what it is and why it's such a problem is because the moment black people decide, it's twofold. On one hand, when black people decide, you know what, we're the real Jews. Okay, that means that what? If you feel that you're the real Jew, that means you have to act like a Jew according to the Jews. For their perspective, oh, we're entitled to enslave everybody. Fuck y'all. If you're not Jewish, you are either a Gentile or a non-Jew and you are supposed to be our slaves. It's in the Talmud. Read the shit. It's in the Torah. Read this shit. You feel me? Stop reading the Bible alone. Go learn the actual languages in which this shit come from. I've been trying to give y'all the game for a long time, but I guess now I'm giving y'all a different game with this one. So anywho, within the imagination, you have to convince yourself that this is real. Your imagination already told you real. It told you it was real, not because it was real, but because it has been repeated Images have been stored in your head over and over and over and over and over and over again. Your imagination is rooted in that so much so that the imagination has repeated itself enough to where it's real to you now. Whether it's real or not, you the imagination is so potent that the more images you have in this nation, the more you don't even question reality. The more you can't even decipher the different. This is why they say a lot of religious people can't decipher between fantasy and reality because when you think about it like this right people will matter-of-factly tell you that jesus turned water to wine why they tell you as if they seen the nigga do the shit like they were sitting right there when he did it or they tell you yeah you know he turned the, he multiplied the fish and shit like started breaking the bread like they seen him do it because they have repeated it so much in their mind their imagination has created a real a real they have never really seen it so when they tell you seeing is believing, it is not what you realize. It is the fact that you have seen this in your mind's eye so much that it has now become real to you. You believe it. Does it make it real? No. You feel me? And this is why I also say it's not just seeing, because seeing what your mind's eye is also what you hear. Because when you hear certain shit, you have to go into a database to decipher it. You feel me? But if you don't have anything to decipher it, now you're internalizing new shit. You're creating whatever images that you basically can based off of the understanding of the words. So this is why language is important. This is why you had to have your language stripped from you because they had to strip our language from us because now we control our imagination. When we follow their, lang their language, they control the imagination. They control the imagination for us. And here's why I'm saying that because like, 
we so busy wanting to be the real Jews, but then we got to think about it. We're older than the Jews. Not just from a historical perspective, but from actual basic conversation and basic common sense. Think about it. What is a Jew? Like, what is a Jew? I get it. People try to say, oh, well, the Jews are the Hebrews. Two totally different people. I'm going to break that down a little bit, too. And We're not Hebrew either, but I'm going to show all of this shit. But anywho, I'm going to show you the uh, levels. Imagination is that poem. But if the letter J did not exist until 1550, that means Jews did not exist until 1550. Feel me? What we're calling Jews is allegedly supposed to have lived over 4,000 years ago. Because, you know, the 2,000 years before Jesus and shit, because you got all of these different levels. But Jesus was not that person's name. So now here's where we're going with this, because we're going to use multiple languages here. The letter J can either be replaced with the H sound or Y sound. It's either ya or ha. It's very important to, to, to note that. Because now when you look at what a Jew really was, if the letter J didn't exist, that means we're either dealing with a Y in front of that or dealing with an H in front of that. So either it's a U or it's a hue. Say that again. Either it's a U or it's a hue. Sound like I'm from Baltimore a little bit. Feel me? That's important to note. And this is also knowing that if they change the letters of the name, they now change the imagination that is supposed to be associated with that. When black people say Jesus, they have to consciously tell themselves the black one. That means the imagination is already set. Jesus is white in your mind, no matter how much you try to see it. You feel me? The association of Jesus will always be white. Now I get it. You have made you may have made it black or whatever the case may be, but now to even know that the letter J didn't exist and now that name has to be replaced with a Y, so his name has to be Yeshua. Why don't you say in Yeshua's name? You didn't change that, which means the imagination is still set to what Jesus was supposed to be when he was given to you. So I'm saying that because of we're focusing on the letter J, which means what is a Jew and where did a Jew come from and when did a Jew start? Because then that would mean the Hebrews and the Jews are not, they're two different people. Because Hebrew is an Afro-Asiatic language. You feel me? Afro-Asiatic. It's very important to note that. Because this is where it's getting a lot of motherfuckers fucked up because they're like, yo, we came from Africa. This is where the problem is coming in at. Because we're not Hebrews. We're indigenous people. You can't, you simultaneously can't be Hebrew and indigenous. It don't work. It don't work. You was already on this land. You're not Hebrew. But the only way for black people to have some kind of solace, because it's fucking with us mentally. There's no, like, we ask this question, but like, what could we have done to people to make us like, well, it's in the Bible. It's the divine ordinance and shit. You know, it was a part of the prophecy. We were supposed to be shipped off in the slaves, shipped off on the, on the boats and shit. Think about where that stands. For one, this would mean so many different levels to this shit, right? And I'm going to show you another important piece, and we're going to get to this because um, imagination is important. If we were supposed to be from Israel, whatever, and we had to be shipped off into slaves, shipped off to get to Egypt, how does that make sense? Sit with that for a second. We had to be shipped off 
Like nowhere in Africa do you need to get to a ship. Do you need a ship to get from to Egypt unless you're going up the Nile Valley or whatever the case may be, the Nile uh, River or whatever the case may be. But um, the point that I'm making with that is that that's not a distant land for one, which means it conflicts with the reality. And for two, if we are already in Israel, why in the fuck do we need to go to ships to, to get to Egypt? The reason why I'm asking that because Moses and them walked out of Egypt. These niggas was able to walk out the motherfucker. So now that raises another question, because if they walked out of it, now everybody's saying, oh, that's because they walked out of the bondage. So does that mean or imply that we were enslaved two times? If we're taking on the notion that we are the chosen people, we are them. We are what Deuteronomy 28 is talking about. If we are, in fact, them. Did we get enslaved twice? Right. Here's why I'm mentioning that. And I'm mentioning the enslavements. I'm mentioning Hebrew and I'm mentioning the Egypt and all of that shit. Because we all know it's Kemet, but I'm reaching using Egypt for a very specific, very specific reason. There's a name for every being in the Bible. Every entity, every being in the Bible has a name. A name that you can identify. Except the Pharaoh. Pharaoh is the most, he's the third most important piece in that entire book, and he doesn't have a name. Why do you think that is? Because you always you always hear me say that religion is divided into three levels, the mythology, the ritual, and the allegory. Every religion is mythological. It's not real. It's not real. You feel me? doesn't matter if it's Islam, Christianity, Judaism. None of them are real. It's a mythology. That is supposed to get you to the ritual, the repetitive practice, which helps with what? Your imagination to get you to the allegory to understand the reality of what it is that you're doing. But when we look at Egypt, when we look in the Bible, there is no name for the Pharaoh. Do you know why? Because if you have a name for the Pharaoh, it now tells you where the history is. When this, when all of this was supposed to happen. Why? Do they not tell you what the Pharaoh's name is? Because it helps control your imagination. Because now when I say Egypt, you go back and think there was one single solitary Pharaoh that ruled over the entire Hebrews for 400 years. Same nigga. Same nigga, Luigi. Here's why I'm saying it so dramatically like that, because Moses was found as a baby, my nigga. He was found as a baby by Pharaoh's wife. He's found as a baby. He didn't leave until he was 40. 40 years, no Pharaoh changed? At all, not even once? It's mythology, homie. See, we get so caught up in the details and the historical fiction. That's why I call it historical fiction because it has, it has places and locations that, you know, are on a map. <laughs> but it doesn't have reality in the shit. The Pharaoh was already an adult when Moses was born. Then Moses becomes 40 when he's actually doing the Exodus. And it's still he's still under the same Pharaoh. Nigga, how? Because then when you actually study suits, which are the correct name for what a Pharaoh was, nobody had a rule that long. 
Nobody could have had a ruling that long. Even if let's, I'm saying, let's say, let's say the Pharaoh would have became a Pharaoh at 20 years old. And that when he was 20 years old, that's when Moses was found by the, the water and shit. 60 years. 60 years. Show me any Pharaoh, any Nessut who ruled for 60 years straight. Now, then that's just at least 60 years. That's based off of solid numbers or whatever the case may be. And that's based off of only the fact that, let's say, he got he was mature enough to become a pharaoh at 20 years old. None of this information is presented in it because it fucks with your imagination. So why is this important and tied to the Kyrie and Kanye situation? Because the only place black people, we have to break out of this mentality because we feel with the atrocities and the trauma that we face, the only place that we have fit within this world, our image is so fucked up that the only place that we fit is within the Bible. And when we fit in the Bible, it's only as slaves. That's it. Like we have to like in the Bible that literally tells you there are two chosen people. I've been telling y'all this for a long time. There's those who are chosen to rule and those who are chosen to be enslaved. Why? How in the fuck did black people get this short end of the stick as the ones who were chosen when we're the genetically dominant creation on this earth that the sun does not disrespect? The sun honors, the sun sustains all. How in the fuck do we end up being that? But then them, the ones who rep in Semites, they're the ones who are conquering. They are literally accepting that their type of chosen people are the ones who are going to rule the world and put everybody else under slavery. So when Kyrie and Kanye come out and say, we're the real Jews, the real Jews know you're not because the real Jews know that we created real Jews in 1550. The letter J existed in no other language. So where the fuck does a Jew come from? That means what we're trying to call Hebrews and, and Jews are not the same thing. So there's something off because at the end of the day, it still all come from the Bible, the Torah, the Talmud and the the um, the Holy Bible. They're all one and the same. The Torah is the first five books of the Bible. So all of this shit is connected. But all this shit is also tied to imagination. What you can repetitively see over and over and over again becomes what you believe in. Not only what you see, but what you hear and what what you hear is even worse because you don't see anything associated with what you hear. So now you create an entire reality based off of what you heard. So when we consider these anti-Semitic situations and shit. And they're telling you, you know, y'all ain't the real ones. Y'all ain't the real ones. So if you're a Gentile or a non-Jew, the actual Jewish people have established that you are an animal in human form. An animal in human form. So to call yourself a real Jew and they see you as an animal in human form, that means you're calling them an animal in human form. They're not going to stand for that. They're not going to let you call them that. And they don't let you call them that. This is what you got to apologize for. So when we go into the name Yahweh, Yehovah, whatever the case may be, this is why I've been breaking down for so long that it's the elements. Before I get into those elements points, this is a part of the imagination. When you when you know who the real Jews are, you shatter the lie because there are no real Jews. That's the lie. It's one of those things where you know how I don't know how long y'all been rocking with me. 
but you've heard me say one time, like, we argue whether Jesus was black or white, and we skip the reality of whether he could be real or not. Giving the color and putting the race or the ethnicity or whatever the fuck you want to call it, putting that on it made it real in our imagination. So we don't even think to question any other reality outside of that. It's like, yo, is he black or is he white? The argument is the argument that he could be either black or white automatically makes you make him real. This is why when you find out that the letter J didn't exist, that that couldn't have been his name. So then his name would have had to have been Yahshua. Then you go back and you figure out all of this other shit where Yahshua sits and all these things. You start to realize like, yo, my imagination has been tainted with the images within my nation. I often call it a lexicon. A lexicon is a very similar place as an imagination because a lexicon is your vocabulary. It's all of the words, you know, that keep you within the box. And what you speak on a regular basis. She's powerful. She's powerful. It is powerful as fuck because to the core, it really sits with you and makes you wonder like, how did they fuck us up with this? The imagination has been so tweaked that they got us believing that. They literally brought people over to empty land rather than landed on empty land and colonize people. Niggas can't fathom that they were here first. They were here already when they came over here. When we get so many different stories in history with no connecting pieces, it's hard to determine what's real and what's not. It's hard to determine like, you feel me? We say, you know, what's the difference between Jamaicans, Haitians, and African-Americans and all this other shit is like a boat stop. Now we got to look at the direction of what that boat stop was. Was it a boat stop where motherfuckers was on? Or was it the boat stop of the colonizers who rode in on this motherfucker and came to the land and killed? What do you, what do you think is easier to do? Just let your imagination run real quick. What do you think is easier to do? Transport 12 million motherfuckers on a boat, right? Or transport... A handful. And I know people, oh, well, they were stacked on and it was fucked up conditions and everything. They want you to feel that way. It aids into the sympathy of you need to follow this religion because this is who you are. Realistically. You feel me? But does it not make more sense to just strap up with some guns? And the people from that land know your crew and then bring them to the land that already has a 12 million motherfuckers on it. You feel me? Like, like, come on, y'all. Sit with it and think about it. This is why you have to learn history. This is why the history is repeated every single year. This is why Black History Month repeats the same history every single year. So by the time you're even functional enough to want to critically think, you can't because your imagination is already established. If we know that imagination is a form of creativity, what better way than to use the feminine essence to manipulate the imagination? When I tell people that this world is built off femininity, not masculinity, people will be looking at me like I'm reaching. Because you need that synthesis and construction to build an imagination. So when you use the feminine 
to build the imagination. This is how you can build prisons by third grade test scores because you create the imagination that creates the criminal. Think about it. And then on top of that, so now when people are saying like, yo, I listen to music and I ain't never want to kill nobody. Eh, it's based off of what your imagination is built on. Because you can listen to some R&B, some nasty R&B music and want to go get some pussy and want to fuck something. It can put you in the mood. See, people be thinking it's just like, oh, because I don't kill, I don't listen to gangster music and I don't go. Your imagination has not been triggered for you to respond that way. But it does not mean that something is not still in your imagination, still controlling your imagination. You ever wondered why it's hard to think outside the box because you're in confined? Like teachers would tell you some shit like you're in, like, think outside the box. How do you think outside the box? Not only how do you think about outside the box? Why? Who, who put the box around me? Your imagination. And the fucked up part of the fucked up part about their imagination is that. We don't feel like anybody else has control of our imagination as subtle as it is. MK Ultra, Mind Control Ultra, it works based off of mind control. Mind control is established. A lot of people think mind control is very as deep as, you know, hypnosis and different things like that. But it's really a lot more subtle than that. It's imagery, visualization, symbolism. Symbolism. Why do you think of why do you feel that a Lexus should cost as much as it does when you don't feel like a Camry does and they're the same fucking car? Symbolism. You know why? Because the symbolism ties to your imagination. When you see this symbol, this symbol now creates something within your imagination. It creates all kind of associations with it to make you feel a certain way. Imagination. Imagination. The reason why I'm tying this so much, and I can I can take it so many different levels, so many different ways. But the reason why I'm intently tying this to religion, because it's time for us to wake the fuck up and break the shit. We go to church every Sunday to learn the same shit. But we just reaffirm our belief because we put the same shit within our imagination and say, you know what? I heard this before. I heard this before. I heard this before. And then you accept that as truth. Not I studied this, not I learned this. That's where it becomes a fine line between study and reaffirming belief. Because it's, am I adding and contributing more images to the nation within my mind? It makes you wonder. It makes you sit and wonder how much of this world, that, how much of your world was created for you because of your imagination. You know how many motherfuckers feel like they can't do shit or they, they're incapable of doing something because of their imagination? Your imagination is what's limiting to limiting you. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. I always say it's the strongest, most delicate thing that we own and we possess. The mind. The mind, because the mind is where your imagination sits. What people don't teach you about spirituality. Outside of the balance, outside of largely your spiritual system is created in your mind. The highest conceptualization of a deity is the a God is the highest conceptualization of the mind. A deity is the highest conceptualization of the mind. Your deity can only be as high and as great as your mind allows it to be. And it can only do what your imagination tells that deity to do. It's a crazy complex and it's real. It's real how, how it happens. I heard one of the elders say this. He said, God created man 
in his image and likeness, then man created God in his image and likeness. I'm going to break down what that meant when we understand what God is, because God is Jehovah. Jehovah is the four letters, the four elements, air, fire, water, and earth, according to the zodiac signs or whatever. Your natal chart is the image and likeness of which you're made into God. So when you say, oh, I was creating the image and likeness of God, which image and likeness are you? Because this is an omnipotent being. This is a being that has multiple layers to it, right? But this is one of the reasons why it says, let us make man in our image and likeness. When you say, let us make man in our image and likeness, that lets you know that there's more than one motherfucker there. And the four motherfuckers that is four motherfuckers, Real, really, it's called an Ogdod. It's actually eight. You feel what I'm saying? And the eight people, not the eight beings, the eight beings are associated with the four elements. You have air, fire, water, and earth. That's the first modality of the four elements. And then you have how these elements relate to each other. What is it? Um, hot, cold, damp, and dry. So now you have the four elements, air, fire, water, and earth, hot, cold, damp, and dry. That's the image that you're created in. Now, when we add these two points, right? Because now it's like, how do these energies relate to each other? You feel me? How do these energies relate to each other? Because it's called an Ogdod. And Kemet, they call the Ogdod, is like Kuk and Kuket. Um, it's like a split between like the realities or whatever, but it's a little bit different. Basically, the core of it is all the same. You have the four different elements, air, fire, water, and earth, hot, cold, damp, and um, dry, right? Those are how these things relate to each other. So the four elements, air, fire, water, and earth, are associated with the zodiac signs. This is why all of this shit is about the stars and shit, whatever, but it's about the four zodiac signs. I mean, the four, the three types of zodiac signs according to each element, air signs, fire signs, water signs, and earth signs, right? This is why I say your natal chart is the absolute breakdown of the image that you're created in. For example, my sun sign is in Aries. I'm not going to give too much of the other signs that I have. So the image and likeness that I am and the reflective, reflective point of what the deity is, I am that, but this, I am that in this form. You feel what I'm saying? So when they say we're two or three coming together in my name, I will be there because each of us have a different interface. And Aries interfacing with a Libra, interfacing with a Leo, interfacing with a Cancer. This is the deity interacting with itself because it's understanding that it's consciousness. So then we get to the highest form of consciousness, right? So when we're creating the image of likeness, we're creating the image of likeness of the divine consciousness, right? So this is what I mean by that being that God created man. Then man created God and said, you know what? This is what I want. This is how high my mind can conceive. So this is what I created. What kind of people would literally create the highest conceptualization of the mind of a deity that is jealous, vengeful, and wrathful? You have to be someone who constantly gets the short end of the stick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When the sun and when the sun is the divine force and every other culture in the world auto automatically honors the sun because we have the skin to sustain it, who would be against that? Who would be against that? Those without the skin, those without the capacity to be in that space. So you create a conceptualization of your God being just as jealous and envious of 
the people that are not like you as you are of those people because you realize that there's nothing I can do with those people. So my God must feel the same way that I feel because the highest conceptualization of the mind is a God. We break it all the way down and say higher self, lower self. We say whatever the fuck we want to do, but highest conceptualization of the mind is God. The God of your enemy is your devil. When your enemy has conceptualized the ideation of a God who is jealous, wrathful, and vengeful, it is because they are reflective of the jealous, wrathful, and vengeful energy, and they are reflective of it in you. We want to know why can why do people, they are jealous, motherfucker, and their God is jealous too, and you serve the same God they serve. Because it's their conceptualization of the mind. In order to follow somebody's ideation of their deity, you have to fit within their culture. You have to fit within their understanding. You have to fit within their mentality. So you have to sit within the parameters of what it is that they establish. Imagination is potent, homie. Because when you know the highest conceptualization of the mind is a God. Now, how does your imagination what images do you have? What images do you really have within the nation that is associated with your deity? Black people don't have any. Think about it. The deities that we serve are all the are the deities of those who enslaved us, who enslaved us in the name of their deities. How in the fuck does that work? <sighs> And we can't fathom that there can be any other conceptualization of the mind. That nothing else can really look like us. Nothing else can. So we try to make black the very energies that hate us. Because we're now following a deity that was created out of the jealousy, vengefulness, and wrathfulness of a certain group of people who, do, who, who did not like women, who did not like themselves, who did not like so many different realities that they saw within us. But their God is just like them. What do you think happens when you pray to their God? You give your energy to the God of your in you give the energy of to the God of your enemy. It's a clear distinction. They're telling us we're enemies by telling us we're not them. Y'all ain't us, man. I don't give a fuck if y'all black. Y'all ain't real. Because now it shatters the illusion of reality. That this is just a book. This is not a doctrine. This is not prophecy. This is edict. They wrote this shit accordingly in order to create the imagination necessary to conquer the motherfucking world. All you keep hearing is get into the markets. But do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it?
to conquer the world first, you need to conquer the strongest people. You can't just conquer them physically. You have to conquer them mentally, spiritually, and psychologically, physically. You got to conquer them on so many different levels. What better way to conquer them than to convince them of something that they cannot validate? You have to introduce them to your God and then convince them even more that your God is fucking them up because your God is their God and they don't listen. These are all humans doing human shit, but they've convinced us that this shit is all supernatural. Everybody keeps saying, I know you probably seen it on social media. World War Three is a spiritual war. Do you know what the fuck a spiritual war really is? Motherfuckers think a spiritual war is a sky cracking angels and demons and goblins all coming from. No, it's the reality of tying it back. Your spirituality is your imagination. It's your conceptualization within their mind is how you're able to use your mind through experience and creativity to develop your understanding of the world. That is your spirituality. Your spirituality, spirit denotes, brother denotes the balance of life. This is the potent reality that we're dealing with. So now when we're out here screaming, we're the real ones. We're the real ones because we're trying to justify how in the fuck we can be enslaved for 400 years. They got us. They got us because they gave us the highest conceptual. That means that we cannot think any higher than them. A God, a deity is the highest conceptualization of the mind. If your enemy gave you their conceptualization, their highest conceptualization of the mind, which is with your deity, you cannot outthink your enemy. At most, you can hope to think just like them, but you cannot outthink them. Because they created the deity within their mind and gave it to you. See, people think, and they're like, yo, well, gods give the divine word to certain people and they wrote the shit down. How, nigga? Imagination. The words and shit that they got wasn't some divine revelation off the top of the, it it wasn't that. It was their highest conceptualization of the mind and what they felt they needed to put into the world. And then they created a codified reality that everybody's going to honor this shit. They literally spent a thousand years doing this shit and call it the Dark Ages. Incidentally, with the Dark Ages, nobody was in the Dark Ages but Caucasian people. Now I get it. Oh, we're talking about Jewish people. The, 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 the Jewish people, are they people? Are they are they a race or they religion? Think about it. It can't be both. Unless it is both and it's merged because it still ties into the nature of the people. Let them have their shit. If they want to be Jewish, let them be Jewish. Understand that Jewish didn't exist and come into existence. It couldn't have came into existence until 1550. At least until 1550 when they decided, hmm, we're going to take a lot of the conceptualizations of deities and put it together. And we're going to say this is the true one. We're going to create a whole blackout period. Then we're going to go start killing people who don't follow this. We're going to torture people who don't follow this. You feel me? Nobody questioned how the fuck Muhammad couldn't read or write, but he just pulled out all of this shit out of his ass. His imagination. I'm not trying to be funny or rude or undermine what he said. Like, this is the reality. Sometimes we got to stop mystifying shit and see it for what the fuck it is. 
If you can't read, you can't write, that means you are illiterate, you cannot fact check or anything, and you pulled out what's called divine ordination of some thoughtful shit, nah. It's your imagination based off of the images within the nation of your mind. Think about that shit, yo. We wonder why we live in a world of envy. As black people, we're some of the most envious people ever, overtly. Overtly. We don't hide that shit. We hate. We hate like a motherfucker, not realizing that we hate because we picked up a religion and we follow a deity who is a jealous, vengeful, and wrathful being. And we follow the religion harder than the motherfuckers who gave it to us. We follow the religion harder than the motherfuckers who gave it to us. Hmm. 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 And we wonder why the deeper we get into the shit, the deeper we assimilate into their cultures and shit, the more we hate ourselves, the more we develop hate because the, the highest conceptualization of the mind was built off of jealousy, envy, wrath of a motherfucker who did not like what they saw in you. Because they could not, they did not appreciate what was within themselves. So now they created within their mind a very arrogance and the sheer gall to say, you know what? We're supposed to control everybody and everybody's going to be on a slaves on a planet that you don't, that don't even fit you. Really? But we want to be the real ones. And I'm going to tell you a reason why it's like they want to silence it so bad. This is what I was talking about in the war phobia chapter. And I was talking about on the episode on the war phobia as, as a whole. They fear the black Messiah. They fear the consciousness coming back because the highest, our minds have a higher capacity than theirs. As history has shown, you've never seen like, you've seen, you've seen Jewish temples. Like you've never seen monuments that Jewish people, you haven't seen nothing that nobody else built but us that has standed the test of time. That should already let you know you're in two different like think about the conceptualization of the mind we conceptualize so much that we we taught our people how to deify themselves while they taught their people that you needed to rely on a deity do you see the conceptualization of the mind it's totally different it's totally different but when you understand i gotta put a cap on this particular mind to where now I'm going to make sure that I honor what my deity told me. Your deity didn't tell you shit. You created this reality. And now it's being exposed because every time a black person comes out and says, we're the real Jews, you get closer and closer. We get closer and closer to realizing this wasn't real shit. The true Hebrew rabbis, the Jewish rabbis will tell you that Moses didn't exist. This is a story out of imagination. You wrote a story about how deep you hated somebody. You hated them so much that it even extended a, a hand to you to where you're very in the story. Your very mother left you to die in the Nile River. You feel me? Read the shit. This is why they hate Africans. This is why they hate black people as a whole. If you read it, it's like you read about how Aaron was was upset with Moses because Moses married an Ethiopian woman. She was an African. But then now you go into the mark of ham and shit like that as us in here we want to be the hebrew israelites we're the shemites we're the shemites no nigga you're not there's no way you could have been 
You're older than Shem. But again, your imagination, our imaginations are so wired into this shit that we can't think about anything else because it fits within the paradigm. You know, this like there's nothing else outside of this. I know people who who will not allow anything to be read to them outside of the Bible, but they will not read the Bible. But then you have those people say, I got to read my Bible every day. I've been asking this question for a long time and nobody's giving me the answer. How the fuck have we studied the same book for 400 years and nobody understands it because you're not meant to understand it. You're meant to use it to enhance your imagination, to keep you subjugated. This is supposed to be happening to you. Because when you believe it's supposed to be happening to you, you don't feel the need to stop it from happening to you. I ain't got no beef with Kyrie. I ain't got no beef with Kanye. But we got to be realistic here. Why do we want to be them so bad? Why? And here's another piece that I want to talk about. When it comes to imagination and this, this, this stark reality, I have a lot of Christian family members and friends who always talk about, you know, the devil's in control of the music. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think so? The devil's in control of the music. The devil controls the music. Not only that, if you actually pay attention to it, the devil didn't just control music, he controlled entertainment. Media, communication, devil control that. If we're sticking with this, who controls the music industry? Who controls the entertainment industry? Industry, Hollywood. The two things that do what? Dictate your imagination. Who controls it? When the Talmud and, and the, the, the Torah and these books say that they that people are going to be their slaves, they played the whole game smart. We'll just make everybody entertainers for us. Everybody entertains us so we can control them. To where when you step out of line, we can cancel you and pull your money. We can completely stop you. This is why I made the the the, the message that I made at the end of um at the end of um Noorphobia. The only way they can stop anything that I would do is if they shut the markets down. They're not going to do that. It's too much money being moved. They're not going to do that shit. That's how they keep their power. So they're not going to shut shit down for the money. But again, all us blacks got is sports and entertainment. You know why? That is designed that way. Because that's how we keep you niggas enslaved. Because we have been given dominion to enslave you. When you start to expose what their doctrines say, you start to see what they're supposed to be doing to the people. Then you see what they're doing to the people. It gets on my nerves when people say, no, nah, man, I hear gangster music and I don't think to kill nobody. But yet you're promiscuous and seductive, are you not? That R&B, that shit that you love. Yeah, you're a fucking whorebag. Can't keep your dick in your pants. Can't keep your legs closed. As soon as the motherfucking beat get into you, and then you start drinking and removing the inhibitions, you was going to do that shit anyway. You know why? Because it's programmed in your imagination. What a motherfucker does when they're drunk shows how deep, shows where their imagination sits. Because the alcohol removes your inhibitions. 
And when it removes your inhibitions, who you really are comes out. This is why I talk about the unconscious mind, conscious, subconscious, and unconscious mind. These are all tied to your imagination too. When your Im the images of your nation have seeped down into your subconscious mind, they got you. You're going to do whatever the fuck they tell you to do without knowing you're doing what they're telling you to do. So yeah, you can talk that shit. I never heard a gangster song wanted to go kill. So I have. I have. You know why? Because I was a part of that imagination and that imagery of shooting motherfuckers, beating motherfuckers up and being in the culture to do some some negative shit to motherfuckers. I've been on that type time. You feel me? I've been on the other time but the music that we have is either going to program us to be violent or sexual. <laughs> Most motherfuckers who ain't violent, they're sexual, overly sexual. For no reason. And don't even know why. I'm just horny. No, you're not. Why? Why? But you can't create shit. You have no creativity within your mind because your imagination is tied and wired to something you did not program it with. How many of our parents have actually programmed us with an imagination to make us free? None of them. You know why? Because they weren't programmed with an imagination to set them free. They were programmed with the imagination to make them some servient passive slaves. I'm not a slave. I get paid. Nigga, you can't speak your mind on your job. You can't leave your job when you want to. What did we get taught when we was growing up? Go to school, get a good education. We don't talk start no motherfucking businesses. We don't talk nothing that makes motherfucking sense. We was taught to go to school and get a good motherfucking education because you know the education system? It trains your fucking imagination. Think about when you stop feeling imaginative. You listened, you, you repeated the same shit every fucking day. So much so. Let me show you how, let me show you. Let me show you right now in real time how powerful imagination is, and how powerful your imagination is wired to the shit. Right? I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a song. And tell me what the first thing is that you think about. I got to get the song first. Because I was going to do one song, but then um, I don't know if everybody's on different parts of social media. But um, I'm going to sing this song. When I sing this song, I can guarantee your mind is going to go somewhere. Your mind is going to go somewhere. It may have different details to where it goes, but it's going to be the same principle. Right? Stupid ass nigga, I'm going to hit you with the blicky. Hit you with the blicky. What did you just see? You just seen two motherfuckers with their hands in front of them walking to the side and they bringing a friend behind them. Did you not? It don't matter whether you're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. That's what you saw. Thinking ass bitch, I'll hit you with the blicky. Hit you with the blicky. And now you see two motherfuckers walking. Or one motherfucker, whatever the case may be. But you have whichever one resonated with that song. That's your imagination. That's how imagination works. That's how potent and raw this shit really is. And you think you control it. You wonder why social media is what it is. You wonder why they always have these quote unquote challenge, challenges. Why they're paying content creators to manipulate and do the exact same content over and over and over and over. 
because we're creating your imagination. We're creating the image. So we know how creative you can be because we know what your creative database now, now holds. You don't want to challenge shit. You don't want to grow yourself. You don't want to enhance yourself. You don't want to improve yourself because you can't. Now, my black people, this is why. This is why they show us being murdered. They have gotten to a point where we have prided ourselves in showing our own demise so much. World star. All of these different things are designed for the imagination. You feel me? The first thing niggas do is pull their cameras out. We're going to get this content so we can put it on the internet so we can go viral for the imagination to, to constantly see this shit over and over and over and over again. What do you think that does psychologically to you to constantly see people look like you that die? What do you think that does to you, bro? Sis, all y'all fucks with your sanity, but it programs your imagination. Programs your imagination so much so that you can be driving, minding your own business, and a cop can pull in behind you. First, what's the first thing you think is gonna happen to you? Oh shit, I'm about to get pulled. He ain't, he probably ain't thinking about you. But you don't know that he's not thinking about you because the programming has already said you don't fuck with the police. We don't fuck with the police. Our imagination is already tied to that because of the images that we have associated. We are not designed to fuck with the police because the police are not designed to fuck with us. Imagination. Imagination ain't just colors and rainbows and SpongeBob and shit. Imagination is the origin of the things that you reflect on the most. The images that you reflect on as you spend your time during the day, you read the same shit, you see the same material. And as long as you keep doing the same shit over and over again, you find ways to. This is why a lot of the shit that we learn in the good schools and shit is we're around a whole bunch of white people. You dig what I'm saying? Look at the imagery that you see on like the shenanigans and shit like that. Like all of this shit was there for a reason. That's why I wrote that shit in So For A One. The oh my goodness chapter. Look at what we have right now. Look at what the comedians do. Wearing wigs and all of this other shit. Like most motherfuckers have garnered their respect off of. This shit's heartbreaking. This shit's heartbreaking. I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. This shit is heartbreaking because to be given the power to see some shit like this that can't nobody see and you can't stop seeing it. That shit hurts like a motherfucker, bro. Nothing is not Everything is visible It's like damn bro This is really what the fuck they doing And we wonder why we are the way Because our minds were programmed for this Through our imagination That's how you become programmed Your imagination is the abundance of things That create the images within your mind Women hate fuck boys But they love them do hate gold diggers and bum bitches, but they love them. Can't figure out why. It's insanity. Stupid as fuck. It's like, why? Because that's what your imagination is wired to. It's, it's wired to it so much that you have to consciously tell yourself that you want this type. But have you ever unconsciously seen it? 
does your mind's eye see what you really want to have in your life? No. Not for many people because they don't even know how to program their mind's eye. They don't even know how to see things in their mind's eye because they're so busy trying to still can't cater to and pander to and find a way to fit in within a system that hates them. There's a racial slur for black people in every country, in every culture, in every continent, in every ethnicity. The fuck we do to y'all? We didn't do shit to anybody. But everybody was affected by the same motherfucker who's the most jealous and the most envious of who we are. They needed to conquer us. They needed to conquer us on such a scale that we didn't know we were being conquered. So we assimilate into their cultures. We assimilate into, and white people, Caucasians as we know them, like that aren't the Jewish people, they're the buffer. We really think the beef is with them. It is. Don't get me wrong. It is. Don't, don't, I ain't, don't get me, I ain't, I ain't about to, no. We ain't on that type of time. The beef is still with them. Goodbye. So this is like, nigga, you serving as the buffer. You feel me? But they're serving as a buffer for a reason. So when it's like, no, we had the Holocaust. They did it to themselves. Nobody wants to talk about that part. Nobody wants to talk about the real reason why Hitler did what he did. For one, Hitler was funded to do what he was supposed to do. Hitler was fucking mentally ill. They manipulated his mind. Purposely manipulate his mind to kill their own people to justify some shit that they were going to do. Now they guilt trip the whole world. They did the shit to their own people. They'll do this shit to their own people still. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck because it's two different types of motherfuckers. Two totally different motherfuckers. In the grand scheme of it all. But then it goes even deeper because now. We have to look at why we're in opposition. This is where it's going to get woke and like real woke. Like as black people, the melanated people, we're sun, we're solar, solar beings. So what would that make them if they're in opposition to us? Lunar. Lunar. Fucking lunar. They're lunar. Lunatics. But they're fucking lunar beings. We're solar beings. We're automatically in, and this is a solar planet. We can't live in harmony together. Because everybody's up during the daylight and everybody sleep during the night. They're only supposed to be operating during the night. We're only supposed to be operating during the day. Because we're different. We're fucking different entities. But they control our imaginations. By controlling our imagination, they can control our reality. Only that. And this is why religion is so potent. It's why they had to, like, it's crazy how we follow the exact same religion as that enslaved us. And we wonder why we can't be free. You don't want to be free. You don't want to be free. They gave you the, the reality that your heaven is going to be in the clouds and shit while theirs is on earth. They know that they're supposed to be on earth and they're supposed to be ruling and conquering and controlling everybody else. They literally believe that black people are animals in human form. Why would you want to be that? Why would you want to affiliate with somebody like that? Why would you want to accept that you're the real ones? Because you know what? It shatters the lie. Those 12 tribes that can't exist. 
those 12 tribes can't exist. And I get it. They're like, yo, so the 12 tribes are supposed to be, and all of us happen to end up in America. Come on. North America, South America, and Central America, all 12 tribes ended up there. Do y'all niggas not hear yourself? I ain't going to say all 12 tribes, 10 tribes, because two of them are in Africa. <laughs> two of the tribes stayed in Africa. The other 10 all went to the Americas. Come on. Well, because, you know, they said we was going to get shipped into a distant land. No, they came on ships to a distant land and conquered the people there. We've been in this bitch. We've been over here, but we've never followed their shit. We never followed their shit. They had to give us their shit, and they had to give it to us in such a way that we had to accept it as this is ours. This is why I say masculinity is gone. Analysis and deconstructing was supposed to kick in a long time ago to realize, yo, y'all niggas ain't like y'all. God is like y'all. You're created in the image and likeness of a deity. So you're the representation of that deity. If you're jealous, wrathful, vengeful, evil, just like you serving a, you're, that, that deity is the same. So when I tell you that God or your enemy is your devil. Their God is our enemy and we want to share gods with them. Their God is our devil and we want to share gods with them. So much so we're claiming their devil, their, we're claiming their God is ours. But their God is our, we're claiming our devil is our God. They say, well, what's the greatest, the greatest illusion the devil ever, ever did was to convince the world that God didn't exist. No, the greatest illusion that the devil ever pulled was to convince you that he was not God. No, that he was God. My bad. I said it backwards. I said it wrong. That's the greatest illusion that the devil used to show you that he was God. So now you're thinking you're following a God, but you're really following the devil. You wonder why you can't get out of your circumstance? We wonder why we can't develop out of this shit? Because we're devil worshiping. So when they tell you, oh, stay away from African spirituality, stay away from that shit, because that is the shit. They're liberated motherfuckers. That is in direct conflict to the motherfuckers who are jealous, wrath, wrathful, and vengeful for you. I don't like. I don't think y'all ever seen like Jewish people respond to black people for real, for real. I ain't never seen. I don't think y'all ever seen how they get down for real. Shit different. Shit different and it different, but the reality is the reality. What what does a God have to be jealous of? Like, really think about that shit. Nobody questioned that shit. There is no other God before me. Okay, nigga. <laughs> but did you not just create <laughs> your creation with the pantheon of gods? Think about that, y'all. There's no other God before me, but I used us to create you. Let us make man in our image and likeness, but there's no other God before me. So you're just not giving nobody else no credit for helping you. Sounds about jealous and vengeful. It sounds about like a jealous motherfucker. Some shit that do. That's a narcissistic motherfucker. Like, but then when you look at them, you, the people are the exact reflection of the deity. I don't. I. I can't accept that. I'm. I'm a part of that. I don't have those traits. I don't have those feelings. I don't feel that way about people. I don't feel inferior enough to a motherfucker to be jealous of them.
I don't feel that envious of a motherfucker where I feel like I have to control everything they do. Because I don't want them to have any power. But I'm going to leverage every ounce of their power to make me rich. I'm going to force them to apologize. I'm going to assert a certain dominance over them that I know that I could not assert over them if I left them in their natural state. Because it just wouldn't happen. This shit is potent because it's all in your imagination. It's literally all in your motherfucking imagination. An imagination that you're not developing. You're not putting what what images really sit really sit and ask yourself, when was the last time you put some some images within your mind? Within the na- in the nations that you have. When was the last time you put some images? Not images that would that are gonna make you feel comfortable around, oh I'm gonna study what I can talk to about people, or I'm gonna like not shit that's gonna make you fit in. What shit have you learned to make you stand out? What images do you have that makes you stand out? You feel me? The beef between the black woman and the black man and all of the other shit is going on. Like this genocide was designed. We can't kill you. We're going to make you believe in the God that hates you. We're going to make you believe in our God. We're going to make you believe in our God. So much so that you better not ever go back to your gods. Because if you go back to your gods, we're going to make your people criticize you for going back to your gods. Because the gods are the highest conceptualizations of the mind. The Lois, the Orishas, the Netaru. They're the highest conceptualizations of the minds. And our people have left that and they gave them personification to understand the energy that those beings invoke. So you can channel them yourself. When's the last time you channeled some deities energy? Not anything positive, but you have channeled jealousy. You've looked at a random motherfucker like, think about how this world works. BBLs and all this shit is working because motherfuckers are jealous. Motherfuckers create jealousy. Like, it's a lot of jealous motherfuckers who, motherfuckers literally, st- motherfuckers will steal you and copy your whole style because they're jealous of you. And jealous is love and hate at the same time. They're really that jealous of you. So much so that in that jealousy, they will force you to emulate a version of yourself that you're emulating a version of yourself that is emulating you. But see, the jealousy has to pass down. It has to be triggered into the reality because this is what you serve. This is the type of God you serve. You feel me? Envy's a bitch. It'll make you do some crazy shit. You know how many motherfuckers will not be in a relationship, a healthy relationship with a single individual because they have to have somebody else? You know how many women I have gotten in with have have had thrown pussy at me because I was in a relationship? They didn't want me. They wanted what I gave. They didn't want me. They want what I gave my lady. Dudes do the same shit. Dudes will holler at a chick that has a man. Like, I don't want you. I want what that man has. Totally different. I know that what that man has is you, but I don't want you. I want what he has. You can be, it can be anybody. 
I'm jealous. Like that's their mindset. In order to keep from being jealous of somebody, I have to oppress them. Sit with that shit. To keep me from being envious and jealous of you, I have to oppress you because now in my mind, you're my slave. I should not be feeling this way about a slave. I should not be feeling this way about somebody who is beneath me when you're really not beneath me. And I know you're not beneath me, but I can't let you know that. So I have to oppress you. You think for yourself? No, fuck that. You apologize to me. You apologize to me. Or if you don't, I'm taking everything from you. That's what jealousy does. Like, I'm vengeful. I'm wrathful. I'm just like my God. I'm just like my God. The very God that told me to enslave you. Not only enslave you, but give you the religion that enslaves you. Make you follow my religion so you can remain a slave forever. So I don't have a reason to be jealous of you. I don't have to be jealous for you. I don't have to be jealous of you anymore because you're beneath me. I literally had to write the documentation within the book to say, you know what? Anybody who's not like me, I'm able to enslave them. They're animals in human form. Nigga, what? Nigga, what? That's crazy. We let them do it, though. We let them do it. Because we too friendly. See, that's the antithesis to the shit. We don't have that jealous heart. We don't have that wrathful heart. We don't have that vengeful heart. We don't have that destructive heart. We don't fucking have it. We never had it. That's why they get us every fucking time. This entire checks and balances of everything that we had is to make sure that the black people here do not understand who the fuck they are. If they understand who the fuck they are, they shatter the entire illusion of what it is that we have built ourselves on. We're jealous of them. We hate them. We envy them. So we are we created a reality where we created a deity that justified the bullshit that we are going to do to them. So we can absolve ourselves and still feel good like we're going to heaven. Because heaven and hell are not places that are real. They are not places that are real. But as long as I continue to have these motherfuckers believe that they're heaven, they're places that are fucking real, they're going to believe the shit. So now we can make them behave while we act the fuck out. Not only act the fuck out, we show up, we show out, and we conquer the fuck out of them. We make them do whatever we tell them to do. Because we're going to take out any form of resource. We'll tolerate the Asian man. We'll tolerate the Arab man. We're not going to fuck with this one, though. Because if we fuck with this one, they erase us all. So we're going to limit them to entertainment. So we can always keep a cyclic motion. We can always keep a feel. And make money off of them. Then throw them away when we're done. They ain't got no land. They ain't got no resources. All they got is sports and entertainment. We're not even going to tell them that what they can do physically, they can do mentally too and spiritually as well. Y'all, I'm, li- I'm a living personification of that shit. 
I told motherfuckers, I'm going to do with my mind what Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron did with a basketball. I'm going to do that shit with my mind. We can all do the shit. But now when you go back to the episode that I mentioned on warriors, thinkers, and messengers. Now when you go back to So Frail 1 when I talk about, no, So Frail 2 when I'm talking about warriors, thinkers, and messengers, and I'm breaking this shit down, this is where they put the warriors at. They put everybody in a form of entertainment. They put our warriors and our messengers in the form. And they put our warriors and our messengers in entertainment. And then they put our thinkers in education. We want you to, like, we're, you niggas ain't getting free. <laughs> Fuck no. We're going to take your brightest. And we're going to make them think like us. So one of two things is going to happen. They're going to get frustrated when, they can, when they're trying to teach you. Because we have them thinking like us now. Because we don't even have the patience to teach you like that. And then we're going to take your strongest and we're going to take your charismatic and we're going to make them deliver the message that we want them to deliver and fight the wars we want them to fight. It's a cold game, bro, and we losing it because we don't have imagination anymore. They control our imaginations. The education system is designed like, like I said, when you don't understand what it's like to be on a higher academia level and you still having psychosis because you're like, I didn't get indoctrinated. I didn't get indoctrinated. Now I'm losing my shit because I can't think like this. I can't fucking think like this. But what they do, you getting that money, though. You making that money. You making that bread, yo. That's what's important. You lose yourself for that shit. So now your imagination is programmed to what you see in on a regular basis. You're going to educate your people. If you go, if we pull you into that, you're going to educate your people how we need you to be. Now, this, this is why I tell people, I get it. It sounds good. Yo, you got to break the system from the inside out, going into the criminal justice system, going into the healthcare system. Going into these systems thinking you're gonna be the motherfucking beacon that changes the game. You're not. There's they've been had safeguards for this shit. They've been had safeguards for this shit. It's all there. But we wanna be them. That's what we think we're trying, like, oh, I just wanna get a good job, get a good education, stay out of the way. At what expense? Your imagination don't belong to you. So much so that you can't create shit for yourself. You can only create shit in conjunction with what they tell you to create. Which is not much because you don't know how to create according to a culture you don't belong to. And you can't create anything for your culture because you you have assimilated into a space. And you have your imagination has guided you in a space where you don't want to create for where you come from. It's crazy, right? Like, niggas will not go by the hood, but they'll get mad when it gets gentrified. Nigga, you live there. You fucking live there. But they get mad when it gets gentrified and the prices go up, but nobody wants to buy it. They want to leave it. See how your imagination is controlled? You don't even see the value in where you come from. Ain't no value here. Value is everywhere. Your vision ain't. That's the problem. Motherfuckers ain't got vision. <laughs> and you know why motherfuckers ain't got vision? 
Because their imaginations be controlled. Their imagination controlled by a motherfucker who don't want them to see. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing. Formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self. And to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs. All the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Pala Cafe clothing. I'm going to go ahead and end it there, yo. This is just an impromptu. I'm glad I finally got this. I feel so much lighter. Oh, I'm so glad I got this information out. This shit was weighing me down. I was fucking sleepy. I don't think y'all understand, like, what this shit, like, I, oh, I hate when certain shit comes to me, and I got to, I just had to get this out. I had to. Our imagination is fucked up so much so that it's like, this is where we at. Motherfuckers like, oh. Oh, we, you feel me? We can't stand for nothing. Oh, uh, why they fuck with? I wonder what, what did they say that was anti-Semitic? Now you fucking know. Everything was anti-Semitic because you fucking, anti-Semitic, not Semitic, anti-Semitic. Because you're going to fucking shatter the lie. We can't let these niggas wake up. Make these niggas keep thinking they're Hebrews. <laughs> that way. They still continue to believe that they're supposed to be slaves, which means we're able to enslave them. Sure, we don't have to put physical shackles on these niggas no more. Give them a paycheck. The fuck is 100 million to 100 billion? The fuck? That's what you gonna make me, motherfucker? The fuck? Like, nigga, you got the game fucked up. Free labor? Psh. Now you can't say shit because you're gonna fuck up my money. Being anti-Semitic is not... It's a core reality, y'all, but this shit ain't real. No religion on the face of this earth is real. It has no real merit outside of the merit you give it with your imagination. Your imagination has literally told you that religion is real. Told you what God was. Told you everything. Except you didn't define God for yourself. Some motherfuckers still call God God. That ain't even a nigga name. Jesus ain't that nigga name. You feel me? Oh, God and Allah. Allah is a whole different motherfucker. If you actually read the Quran, it say, nigga, ain't God and Allah. The Bible and the Quran both say that we're not that name. So we got to stop. And this, this is how you know it's all off of imagination and people don't really have the right wherewithal to speak on certain shit because they literally use them interchangeably. God, you know, you just saying the universe. That's why I'm clear when I say God, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha. I'm trying to pay y'all homage and respect to talk about y'all deities. How many black people have a deity that they created? Well, you can't create God. God created you. No, nigga. God consciousness animated you and you were supposed to create God. By mastering your motherfucking self to get yourself to the pinnacle of what deification really is. Then you can realize God. Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, Yeshua, the source, whatever it is that you choose to name it. God emerges to you when you have mastered your full self. You do not know God until you have actualized who you really are. 
but the imagination has been programmed to believe that God is something outside of yourself, not something that is within you that is trying to reach its pinnacle. So you limit yourself. You develop anxieties. You develop depressions. You develop all of these different mental disorders to avoid, to, to keep you from actually learning who you are. Because when you actually achieve that reality of learning who you are, understanding who you are, and reaching that highest pinnacle of yourself, that's when God reveals itself to you. Until then, you will never know who God is. From the one come the all. Therefore, the one is the all. Where two or three come together in my name, I will be there. There is a reason for that because we are animated by God consciousness in order to create God. But we let motherfuckers who are jealous of us, who despise us, who hate us with a passion, tell us what God is. In order to fit in the mode of their God, you have to be subservient and obedient to them. And like I said, there's a buffer. There's a buffer because our beef is with white people. We fighting white people directly. They get in the smoke. Don't get me wrong because these niggas, y'all y'all play the, it's chess. They're the pawns. We still got to get through them. But white people think they're important on the board and they're not. They're pawns. They were put in that position to solely serve as the antagonist as a buffer to keep people from understanding the Jewish side. You're so busy focused on the racism that you can't acknowledge the religion that's not real either. That's purposely by design. Every time you get close enough to a bam, the racism comes in. There's buffers to the shit. They're keeping themselves defended because they can't fight you for real. So you have white people and black people. They purposely are named this way. But if you look at Black's Law Dictionary, black means not. It's levels to this shit, y'all. It's levels to the shit. But the point that I'm making with that, and I want to make is that within these levels, it's all created within your imagination. Do you sustain your own imagination or does something create the imagination for you? Right now, you probably have been holding on to a belief of the religion for so long or whatever. I'm not telling you give the shit up by no means, whether you whatever it is you believe in. I'm not telling you give it up. I'm saying understand your religion and have, this is why I'm big on having an antithesis because now when you have when your imagination has the full story you can pick the truth if you only got half the story that is the truth and that half of the story could be the lie hence why we're in this conversation right fucking now ooh we're the real Jews we're the real Jews we're the real Jews are you really what's a real Jew could the motherfucker didn't exist until after 1550. I don't know what the fuck y'all niggas think y'all. Well, because you know, it's like you gotta stop cognitive dissonance is a bitch. It will have you justifying shit that really don't make sense to you, and you know it don't make sense. But because it's the only thing within your imagination, it's the only thing that you hold within your imagination, your nation of images, you can't see anything else. That's why seeing is believing, because all you can see is what's in your mind. It's deep, bro. They got us. 
That's why people are like, yo, how are they still showing it on Amazon? They're not mad at Amazon, but they're mad at Kyrie because ain't nobody, ain't nobody know about it until Kyrie. Think about it. Did you know that there was a movie called, you know what I'm saying? What is it? H2N, Hebrews to Negroes. Did you know that there was a movie before Kyrie said anything? No. No, you didn't. That's why they're mad at him. You're not supposed to be shattering the illusion, nigga. The fuck? What's wrong with you? Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? And you have influence too? No, no. This is why they pay people that have influence, who have the capacity to influence, our messengers, our warriors, and thinkers. This is why they pay them so much. And they don't give them any other options to do anything else with themselves so that they their livelihood. Masculinity is the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment, the essence of analysis and deconstruction. To emasculate a man is to remove his ability to, to emasculate a man is to take away his ability to synthesize and construct his world. To be a protector and a provider means that you are at the absolute peak of uh, analysis and deconstruction. When I take away your provisions, I take away your ability to to analyze and deconstruct your world. Because now what do you do? You now have to go into survival mode to figure this shit out. People ask me, what made you get into the markets? Was it for the money? Was it for, I know what my purpose is. I knew that there's certain shit that I can't say I can't do because I don't have the capacity. Well, I didn't have the capacity to do it at the time. When I first started this shit, so for a one, so for a two, so for a one and two have been banned off of Barnes and Noble. I got canceled. <laughs> Barnes and Noble canceled my first two books. Which showed me I cannot rely on books as a single source of income. You feel me? The rest of my other shit podcasts, I was like, if these motherfuckers want to ever pull the plug on me, Apple, fucking Spotify, whatever, they ever say, yo, you can't play anymore. Okay, cool. I can't rely on that anymore. My merger, they decide, you know, we don't want to be affiliated with you for whatever. I can't rely on that anymore because I say some very controversial shit. I say some shit that supposed to be said. But when it's all said and done, this is why I said there's a noir phobia um, episode. I put these bitches in checkmate. Because it's deeper than, oh, the stock market is like, I know how to run the bitch. To stop me, you have to stop all of the funding. You have to stop all of the currency movements of the world, nigga. That's why I did that, because I'm watching what they're doing to Kanye. I'm watching what they're doing. Like, they said Kanye went from, he lost his billionaire status like that. Like, I get it. He's willing to sacrifice the shit. But it's like, wealth is how much money you have before you run out of bills. Before you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much money you have left. But it's like, when you have financial alchemy, you can create the money at will. It's different. That's why I got into the shit. Now you see, I can talk, like, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to me. I talk more shit now. I talk a lot more shit now, because I don't give a fuck. I never did, but I don't. I really don't give a fuck now. Cancel me, I don't care. Because you don't stop shit. Nothing stops. I started realizing this power when I was, like, in about 2016. It was like, this is a part of my imagination. You can't say certain shit because you can't, like, nobody should have that power over me. 
I can't say what I want to say because you can stop my livelihood, send me back into survival mode. Nah, we ain't going back to broke family selling dope. The fuck? You got me fucked up. But when it's all said and done, this is how the game had to be played because now as this information is coming out and is being revealed, like I said, if you still fuck with religion, if you still feel like in this Aquarian age, you're going, your feelings about to start being hurt. All will be revealed and all is being revealed slowly but surely. And this is what they're trying to put a cap on. They don't want black people to start claiming themselves to be the real Jews because then they're going to start studying. When they start studying, they're going to start learning. When they start learning, they're going to start to see, yo, y'all been playing with us the whole time. Yes, nigga. As long as y'all were ignorant, we were good. Y'all ain't supposed to become knowledgeable. So we still at the cusp. As long as we can make them feel like they still the chosen people scattered around the world, we got them. That's what they want you to accept. That's what they want in your imagination. So the only realities you can create are realities in which you are a slave. Realities in which you belong to a divine ordinance that you're supposed to be enslaved and you are not supposed to enjoy your heaven on earth. Only when you die and only if you follow all law, statutes and commandments and you have lived your life in such a way that, bruh, spirituality is a motherfucker. And until you own your spirituality and you own your own sanity, a motherfucker going to manipulate you with your very imagination. You think it has to be hard to get? No. All I have to do is show you the same shit over and over again. Then if I add a little bit of trauma in the situation, I got your ass for life. You, you don't think it's, think about how the world has evolved. I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. Think about how the world has lately evolved into how much we see that shifts us back down into a root chakra energy where we know, oh, when is it going to stop? Think about, think about early nineties. We had Rodney King beaten. We had the riots, um, the Watts riots and shit, um, we had shit spaced out. You feel me? From what I recall, I could be there could be one in between, but I remember it going from Rodney King. And then I think the next one I remember was probably uh Sean Bell. Could have been one before that, but y'all gotta remember I'm a 90s baby. Sean Bell, I remember him. He got shot outside of the um on his the day before he was his wedding. You feel me? I think I had to be like maybe eleven or twelve with Sean Bell. Um, then Jenna Six. Then um from there the frequency started to increase. Once we got Trayvon, it went from there because we were coming out of the Piscean age, coming into the Aquarian age. They've been telling you for the longest, y'all. The Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world. It was the end of the age. You know why the Mayan calendar predicted that shit and why they were focused on the Mayan calendar so motherfucking much? Because we were the Mayans. We were the Incans. We were the Omics. We was the Aztecs. We was them motherfuckers who actually left the fucking calendar intact. So it's like, oh, if they predicted the end of the age, this one, these niggas gonna wake up. So what they do? Pay attention. We had Trayvon. First date, we got Obama in that bitch. We got Obama. Made sure they gave us a president. 2008, 
He left, what, 2012? 2012 was when the Mayan calendar was supposed to be, the end of the world was supposed to happen. First, it was supposed to happen in the year 2000, whatever. But because they knew, you know what I'm saying, according to the stars. They gave us Obama. Then after that, we had Trayvon. Right after Trayvon, we had Mike Brown. Right after Mike Brown, we had Eric Garner. You feel me? The shit, or before we had, either way, the motherfucker started picking up. Picking up, picking up, picking up, picking up. To the point right now, it's damn near every year. Damn near, it's not even every year. It's every couple months now. Think about it. Because we know where you stand right now, but we also know that if we can, if, if we continue to keep y'all traumatized, y'all stay in the state of survival. Y'all ain't going to question this shit. Y'all ain't going to be able to get to a mental state of questioning shit. You feel me? Then it's like right when the cusp was really about to happen, what we get? COVID, the pandemic. Because remember, motherfuckers are making jokes. December 21st, you're going to have, December 2021, you're going to have the uh, the Great Awakening. You feel me? Black people are going to get their superpowers activated. What they do, they shut this bitch down with a motherfucking pandemic. Your shit went right back to sleep. Right back. You went right back dormant again. And then after the pandemic, within those two years of the pandemic happening and shit, you got vaccinated. Tell y'all about that motherfucking vaccine. The vaccine is transforming niggas. Y'all ain't human no more. If you got vaccinated, you're not human no more. And not only that, there's a there's something in the vaccine that's eating the frontal lobe up of people. Your memory about to start going away. Some motherfuckers is dying. It's fucking with a lot of people now. You feel what I'm saying? They knew what they were doing. And now it's back on program. They got everything aligned. Now you're going to see motherfuckers going to keep dying. Keep dying. Keep dying. They got to keep us in a space where we stay in a state of survival, where we don't have time to grieve, mourn, or heal from shit. From shit. And as long as we feel that way, our imaginations will always be manipulated and tainted. Shit's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. So I'm with it. I stand with Kyrie. I stand with Ye. But I stand with us needing to know that we got to see beyond this Hebrew shit, this Christian shit, this religious shit. This shit ain't real. This shit ain't real. I, I don't care if I, at this point, y'all, y'all could be tight. I've been very, very conservative and reserved with the shit, you know, but this shit ain't real, y'all. If you, if you, in, if in 2022, you still believe this shit is real, you still believe a sky is going to crack, you still believe that you serve a God who's going to let all of these atrocities continue to happen to you, you need, you need, you need help. If you watched all of this shit occur and you still don't get it, you still don't get it, the Aquarian age is going to leave you behind. You're going to be stuck in the Piscean age, but it's going to fuck with you so bad. Because all of this shit has been revealed. It's out there. You're choosing not to see. This is it. This is religion is the final shackle that black people have on us. When we can break this shit collectively, we will be free. This is what they don't want to happen. This is why they don't want niggas talking about Hebrew, who, the, who the real Jews are, because when you realize that it's none of this shit is real. When you realize it is about a information based off of astrology, when you realize it is all allegory and none of this shit actually fucking occurred. Slave trading shit really happened, but I'm talking about 
the actual quote unquote biblical shit that they keep trying to tell. That's not real shit. When you fuck, when you fucking realize that and you get to those fucking reality, you start to say, I have to use my own mind, not the mind they gave me. Not the mind they continue to program me with. Then you'll be free. And when we do this shit on a collective, they don't want the awakening to happen. They lose all their power. They lose all their power. Because they realize they never had any. Because they've been... That's what all this is about. Jealousy is a motherfucker. It's a motherfucker. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. Don't kill your baby's imagination. Give them as many images as possible to store within the nation that they can to make and decipher things so they cannot be controlled. Teach them how to read and comprehend. Teach them how to study. Teach them how to explore information. And more importantly, teach them the antithesis of life. Always, always, always study the duality and know both sides of a thing. Don't just blindly accept the thing. That is going to save your babies for the future. But as long as we continue to keep letting this shit rock, how it's going to rock, we're going to stay in this motherfucking loop over and over and over and over a fucking again. The choice is yours, though. You grown. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all either on the next impromptu if I get one or when I come back for season nine. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.